0: It's Thursday, June 6, 2019. I believe that there's a change in weather, and I think it changes both ways.
1: On his trip to Britain, Trump proves he knows zip about climate science again. Meeting Paris Climate Agreement targets could avert thousands of deaths in the U.S., plus... The time for small ideas is over. We have
0: got to make it clear that when the future of the planet is at stake... There is no middle ground.
1: Climate change, now a litmus test in the 2020 election, at least for Democrats. Searching
0: for all that middle ground and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And
1: I'm Desi Doyen.
0: Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Don't forget, it used to be called global warming. That wasn't working. Then it was called climate change. Now it's actually called extreme weather. No, actually, it's still called climate change, just as it was when the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change was formed by the U.N. in 1988. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I hate covering it. I hate covering him. I hate (laughs) everything about it, but we need to cover Donald Trump again.
1: Indeed we do. In an interview with British TV personality Piers Morgan, President Trump said he was impressed by Britain's Prince Charles' concern for future generations as Charles tried to educate him about catastrophic man-made climate change.
0: Impressed because for some reason Donald Trump doesn't give a damn about future generations.
1: But Trump spewed climate change denier talking points that made it clear he doesn't grasp even basic climate science.
0: Well, the 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 United States right now has among the cleanest climates there are based on all statistics and it's even getting better because I agree with that. I want the best water, the cleanest water
1: crystal clean. None of that really makes any sense, and Trump also (laughs) falsely claimed that the U.S. has the cleanest air and water, but in reality pollution in the U.S. has gotten measurably worse over the last three years since Trump came into office. That's according to the American Lung Association. And U.S. greenhouse gas emissions that cause climate change are now rising again in the United States after years of decline. That is because of Trump's rollbacks of climate policies and public health standards.
0: But remember, he does not count carbon dioxide as pollution.
1: That's correct.
0: So to him, you can spew as much CO2 into the air as you want, and he does, but it doesn't mean the climate is in any way endangered.
1: Climate change is forecast to intensify heat waves, making them even deadlier. But a new study published this week for the first time tries to quantify how much deadlier those heat waves might be in 15 cities across the United States, depending on how much we cut emissions. Or don't. The researchers calculated that nearly 3,000 more people will die of heat related deaths each year in each major city if we continue business as usual versus if we met the temperature targets of the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement. The Paris Agreement seeks to limit global temperatures from rising no more than one and a half degrees Celsius above pre industrial temperatures by 2100. Currently, we are on track to rise double that amount by three degrees Celsius.
0: So that's going to cost a lot of dead people. But if you don't care about future generations... Then you don't care who dies, I guess.
1: But for the first time in U.S. presidential election history, climate change is now a central issue, at least in the Democratic presidential primary. And it has become a litmus test of sorts for those 2020 candidates. That sea change is thanks in part to the ambitious Green New Deal resolution introduced by freshman Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The Green New Deal picked up even more momentum this week with the release of two more. 2020 Democratic candidates' climate action proposals.
0: My plan for clean energy revolution, it outlines what we have to do to meet this challenge head-on and how we're going to get there.
1: Former Vice President Joe Biden unveiled a $1.7 trillion framework to create jobs by transitioning the nation to clean energy, as did Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. This environmental catastrophe bearing down on us May be the biggest challenge yet. While their policy roadmaps differ, both reference the Green New Deal and both call for 100 percent net zero emissions by 2050. That would be paid for in part by repealing the 2017 GOP tax cuts, eliminating taxpayer subsidies for the fossil fuel industry and putting a price on carbon emissions. Biden had faced criticism from his fellow candidates after a campaign advisor suggested he would seek middle ground with Republicans on climate change. Senator Elizabeth Warren released a two trillion dollar green manufacturing plan to revitalize American industry, a green Apollo plan to invest in clean energy research and development and a green Marshall plan to help other countries switch to clean energy by buying American made clean energy technology. It's really rather remarkable because all of these policy prescriptions were considered politically unthinkable just a few years ago.
0: Thanks, AOC. For much more on all of these reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And
1: I'm Desi Doyon.
0: And this has been your Green News Report.